This audio track contains the interview with Moira Fowler. Moira, you're a consultant going into a company. Could you tell me generally what you do? Generally, I deal with two aspects of the one problem. Um, One, I deal with companies who want to move or expand their technology in the electronics field from conventional electronics to surface mount technology. And um, either on the one hand, dealing with companies that have a problem uh, now that they've moved in, a materials problem or, or, or a problem with the board, in which case it's a straightforward analysis of a fault, or two, companies that are considering moving in or have found that they have a problem with the systems aspect of what they're doing and how they're organising things. So what does surface mount mean? Surface mount technology? Yes. Well, basically, we're using it now. I see something on your desk, a personal organiser, the, the computer that you're using. Uh, internally, the electronic workings, the control systems for your car nowadays are built using surface mount technology. Uh, terribly small, complex components placed on the surface of a printed circuit board as opposed to through holes in the printed circuit board. So uh, through hole technology we consider to be conventional and then surface mount uh, any form of components placed on top of a board and it's, it's allowed a huge reduction um, of size and weight. So in the old-fashioned times, you used to see boards with holes yes. in, and they dipped them to get the solder. That, yes, that's right. They, they dip them in the solder bath. Um, you flow solder them, and generally what happens is that we have a, a huge reduction in size, but an increase in complexity. Uh, new materials and uh, processes, everything's developed together, leading to the production now using surface mount. But in addition, it requires robotics and uh, automation and considerable expertise in handling systems. Uh, it's heavily dependent on IT systems, for example, and support systems, um, inventory support, sales, costings, you know, things like this. OK. So can you tell me about a particular problem that a company might come to you with? Uh, well, I'm thinking about... Um, I have in mind uh, one company who came to see us about a year ago there was one chap in the company who was eager to, to move things towards surface mount for a, for a number of reasons, uh, not least of which it would be a feather in his cap if he if he was seen to be a driver in, in terms of moving the company forward. Uh, it was an American-owned company, very much under the microscope, um, the magnifying glass in, in terms of its parent company, just taken over and, and having to prove its worth uh, to, to the parent company. So... One chap in middle management was quite keen to move to surface mount and wanted to prepare a case to argue for this change to surface mount. Uh, They made control systems, uh, very complicated boards, and he could see that within a year to to five years on the design side, designs would only be possible if they'd moved to surface mount. And at that time that uh, he called us in, he was actually subcontracting the company, so they did have modules with surface mount contained on them, but they handle it through the, the subcontract group and uh, he wanted to prepare a case for arguing that this now came in uh, in-house and, and he needed to prepare a case for his MD and uh, the MD in question was more interested in the finance and the, and the capital aspects. Uh, he thought he had a case in terms of the market, that was the chap who came to see us and he felt there was um, a market justification, a market need for bringing it in-house and he wanted us to help him prepare the case. How did your expertise help him to do that? 
Uh, well, it requires, in a case like this, uh, what we would generally do is uh, we would go in and uh, we'd do an audit, if you like, of the whole company and uh, and people's understandings, pe- people's perceptions of what they're doing now and, and what they think Surface Mount is and where they think Surface Mount can lead. Uh, namely, that's from the MD down. So uh, we would talk to the MD first. Um, well, there's no general pattern. I mean, every company is different, so you're, you're dealing with people and systems. So on the one hand, you have um, hard technology, but it's really dependent on the company and, and all these other factors. And as I say, the, the MD in this case had no objections, but uh, he was after figures, hard figures. He was he was very much um, a money man. And uh, we spoke to him first, um, and that's fine. And we understand where the MD is coming from. And then the next important thing is we have this this chap in the middle who's very keen. It's going to be a feather in his cap. And he'll raise his profile if he can if he can bring this off. But we also want to talk to people like the inventory manager, purchasing quality, for example, and see what their perceptions are in production and production and design. And this is what we we went ahead and did. It generally involves um, interviewing people if we can, uh, we, and if we can, we like to do it as a team. And in this case, um, this this is what we did. Uh, one taking full notes, the other taking short notes, and afterwards comparing your conception of the interview. You're really just just trying to establish what people think is happening at the moment and if they bring Surface Mount in, what they think it's going to mean for them in the future, and then look at the perceptions and see if their perceptions actually match what we know can occur. And what happened in this case? Uh, well, in this case... Um, this is where it does get to be quite standard after you've been to a few companies. Uh, the two don't match. <laughs> First of all, because it's electronics, a lot of people just get centred on the technology. To, to them, it's a technology development. It's hard engineering as opposed to, to the soft issues. And uh, all it's going to mean is something is some different materials and, and a few extra processes. The wider implications escape them. Um, for example, quality, the, the quality issues, recording quality issues, uh, the use of SPC, for example. These are huge issues in surface mount which are quite easily handled with conventional but are still unresolved in surface mount. SPC is? Uh, statistical process control. The need for training of staff, the multi-skilling needs. Um, Conventional technology is renowned for its use of part-time female labour in assembly. And it's just a non-starter for surface mount. It's a fully automated process. All those quality issues had not been recognised, hadn't even been thought of in in what was often a a comment within interviews. And and, and towards the end, it was that the interview itself raises issues for that person for the first time. Things Things I hadn't thought of, you know, in just being asked. So you finished up saying this is going to be a big revolution rather than a small change. That's right, exactly. And then you leave on to the next one, that's purchasing. And the purchasing, the big problem of purchasing was the availability of components, which is quite standardised on the conventional side and it's it's treated totally differently with surface mount. So somebody can be very be a very good purchasing manager and have beautiful policies that work and have worked for years with conventional and and that's all out of the window again with surface mount because um well I won't go into detail here but the industry manufactures components to a totally different time scale in surface mount you can have gluts and you can have absolute shortages where people have to down tools and not work because the whole industry is, is lacking a particular microprocessor for example so what happened with this company in the end 
Well, in the end, having talked to them all, as I say, the, the interviews themselves raised issues for these people that they were very keen to find out more about. You know, we, we then finished off again with the MD. We went back to talk to the MD and this was still on the same day and gave him quite a sharp rundown on what people were missing in terms of their understanding, or our perceptions anyway. And he in turn was, was very keen and uh, also we, we added on a nice hook for him, <laughs> which was basically, as I say, we cottoned on to the fact that he was a, a bit of a money man and that costing this was also going to need a, a change in his perceptions. <laughs> because costing to the conventional technology when you're using a great deal of direct labour is one thing and costing for surface mount and, and trying to do a capital justification for the introduction of the technology using things like direct labour and ignoring support costs. I mean, support costs are tremendous and training and things like this. It's ongoing. And that was going to need... His, his perceptions were going to have to be awakened to all this as well. So we left him with that hook and slightly hanging and came back. We wrote a short report. And then, of course, um, again, this is where it does generally fall into a pattern. We got asked back to do a more detailed study, uh, which we did, and then did detailed reports for each of the departments and then we gave a half-day seminar to all the senior and middle management on what surface mount would mean for them. The outcome was that the company decided not to go into surface mount at that time but as I say that's that's characteristic as well and, and companies go around, um, usually I find a six-month, maybe even three-month horizon where they, they look at this as, as a possible development in that sort of time scale every six months or so, sometimes a year, uh, is this now the time to pull in from subcontracting and go for in-house? From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.